Hey everyone, what's up and welcome again to the Unranked Podcast. This is episode number 55 and I am Christian Humes, your host, here again with Thomas Caswell. Hello everyone. Of GameZone. Hello. May have heard of it. It's good to, good to be with all of you on this fine, cold-ass day in New York City. Tom, is it weird to hear your name first? Uh, you know what? When you told me neither Alex or Dan could do this week, I was like, yes, now I am second <laughs> in the uh, announcement and soon christian i will be first oh well (laughs) i'm sure it'll happen one day where i'm i've only missed one so far i'm sure it'll happen one day where i miss one and uh we actually have another special guest here with us today so we have around three we have a mr corwin johnson or Corey. i'm not sure which you want to prefer to go by on the podcast i should ask that ahead of time Corey, welcome to the show how you doing Thank you very much. It is good to be here. Um, I doubt anyone has heard of me, but if you have, it's probably most likely for my photography work under Mindfall Media. That being said, I'm really excited to be here. Yes, that Welcome is a good plug. Show. We will. Well, we should plug that when we get to the plug section. Yeah, the plugs. yeah. It's good. Uh, it's really good to have Corey on because um, we all used to work together actually at one point in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this we is, did. This is true. So, uh, guys, this is episode number 55. Corey, you are, I'm not sure how too familiar with our show we are, but what we do here is our episode decks, our pod decks, uh, each episode number corresponds to a Pokemon in the Pokedex. So episode number 55 is the Golduck episode. Oh, shit. How now, do you guys feel about Golduck? I love Golduck. Uh, as much, uh, the it's the pendulum swings so inc- so ever so much in the opposite direction of how I feel about Psyduck. I fucking hate Psyduck. <laughs> I love me some Golduck. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, Golduck is that Pokemon who was like, you don't call him, don't call him ugly in high school. Like, <laughs> you know, it's that kind of thing. Like, Golduck he, he's is... He's coming for you. Yeah, he is. He, he is hit the, the gym. You're right. He is that guy who was super nerdy in high school, and now he's still super nerdy, but he's also ripped. And has tons of money, tons of psychic so money. How much do you think you would hate Psyduck if he didn't have the Psyduck character traits from the TV show, though? If he was just Psyduck without being Misty Psyduck? I don't like Psyduck's design. Like, I just don't. Okay. I, I don't, you just don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't ducks. like the yellow. Yeah, I just don't like its his design at all okay that's fair he looks like the uh japanese version of mr peanut except without all the lines i mean that's so <laughs> yeah pretty much he does have like a little alfalfa he's just, just so, like with the yeah there's a few weird things to note actually with golduck so golduck's got one of those strange evolutions like you see with uh dratini uh and then you know dragonair and then dragonite where psyduck's totally yellow like a duckling golduck's pretty much completely blue mm. And his name is Gold Duck, whereas like Psyduck's like a gold color, right. and Gold Duck is com- like he's other than his beak and the webbings, he's totally blue, which yeah. is sort of a, a strange flip yeah. because there is that that moment where you have like you're like Dratini, Dragonair, and then you get Dragonite, and you're like, whoa, where'd this goofy orange fucker just come from? <laughs> do, do you know why? Do you know why he, they they call him Gold Duck? Like, do we oh. do we have that translation? That is actually the next part oh. of some information about Golduck. Oh. So there is, I love there isn't, gold. <laughs> there's no actual clear indication as to why he's named Golduck, but there are a few theories. Um, so it's probably not Gold Duck; it's Golduck, which is where the so. gold part probably doesn't matter as much. But one of the popular theories is that it is Gold Duck because in Japan, the Mars badge, which is given out by Sabrina, the psychic type. 
and we know Golduck has these psychic attacks. Sure. Uh, it's known as the Gold Badge, and so we've, mm-hmm. the, one of the popular theories is that it's in reference to the Gold Badge given out by the, which is the psychic badge. So, I have a better theory though, and that okay, theory, that one, that theory is if you look at the first three letters in Golduck's name, G O L. Uh huh. He's a Mexican soccer player. <laughs> Goal! Uh, okay. I didn't see he's where got, this one was going. His feet are big enough for it. That's for sure. It's right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And he's got the the, the, like, the spiky hair. It's perfect. See, yeah. I thought actually, you were going to go with one of the other theories, which is that so like goal bat, right? They both uh, share the G O L and G O L. It uh, that goal term also is a uh, reference to the word ghoul, ooh, uh, which is where it comes from in goal bat. Um, but it doesn't necessarily translate the same way, hmm. which is also then it comes calls into question whether or not Golbat is representing Ghoul. That's a we'll ooh. never know. I like. I think I like that theory better than the first one, and certainly better than my joke theory. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good. Uh, don't don't worry, don't worry, Corey. Your theory was still better than some of the fun facts we have on this show. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually one other one, Tom, and it's a weird one that I think gets overlooked all the, the time. The Meowth one um, was the the Persian oh, one the was, was just us yeah. like have shitting all over shitting the, on Persian, Alolan yeah. Persian. <laughs> well, to be fair, there isn't always a super interesting thing. No, about no, no. I know. Sometimes I know. Just, you just got to open up the discussion. Well, what were you um, going to say? In the early generations, they borrowed a lot from other Pokemon's designs when they were like, uh, "We need uh, some kind of evolution. Oh, what do we do on this guy? Okay, yeah, let's grab that because there's just." Sh- this just like singular gem in the center of his head, the exact same way that Persian has, hmm. but it's not like called into anything. Um, and it also it's it's said that it glows when he's swimming. So some people believe that maybe that's how he recharges his psychic abilities is through the water. Oh. Maybe he was originally called Glow Duck, but they made a typo. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> that might be the best theory. And then they're like, oh, that might be the best theory. Yeah. That's the new one. I'm on board. We Close can that. Add that to the unranked ideas list. Yeah, get that I'm in there. Good with Let's that one. get that viral. That's a good one. Um, Hashtag and just the last, the last thing of note is that just like um, Psyduck, he's he's a straight up water Pokemon. He's not psychic, even though that's sort of his oh, claim really? to fame. He's a pretty yeah. He's a straight water Pokemon. He's not dual type. Mm, he just got a little lamer in my eyes. <laughs> he's but done. I think that's cool in some ways because he has uh, some less weaknesses. It makes him a little bit less. Um, and he still has the psychic type attacks, so he oh. gets the ability to have the advantage over a Pokemon that don't that aren't weak to water but are to psychic. But he doesn't have to take the uh, damage that a dual type like a psychic would have. Fair enough. Fair so enough. that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that's super up. cool. Interesting. So yeah, fifty-five gold deck. Next week, I guess we are moving on to another Pokemon because uh, that is. I a guess we will. Gen- well, that's one that hasn't gotten a, a third uh, evolution yet. Unfortunately, I would like to see a third evolution for some. What of would Pokemon. it be? What would we even be looking at? A horse-sized duck, <laughs> <laughs> or a bunch of duck-sized horses. <laughs> yeah, like that one Pokemon in the in uh, Sun and Moon where it's all of the small fish together. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be like I that. like that guy. Hmm. Wishy washy. So, so I guess the next question is, uh, what you guys been playing? You know what I've been playing. Is it Zelda, it been... Corey? <laughs> no, get out of here. I'm listen. I am not opposed to the Switch. Breath of the Wild has gotten gotten amazing, amazing reviews, and I'm very One excited to play it. Played. I, but I'm not going to pay three hundred and sixty dollars to play Zelda. That's fair. I, I know. I think once you get your hands on it, you may change your mind. But you but... are obviously playing. <laughs> Mass Effect, which is partly one of the reasons that 
we had you on. Obviously, you're a great, I'm so a, sorry. a great host, and Alex and Dan. It was just a perfect storm, and I knew that you'd be taking. <laughs> I knew that. I, well, I didn't know how much time you'd be taking off work to play Mass Effect, <laughs> but um, two days. Um, two days. Two days. Initial. Initial. Th- well, how how far into you get the, into the game are you? How many hours I'm- would you say you've played? Because I had photo shoots and things to do yesterday, I'm about eight to ten hours into the game. I haven't actually looked. I played. Oh, so you're like you're like EA access level. Yeah, I'm right I'm now. about EA access level. Uh, you know which system are you playing it on? Xbox yeah, that's one. what I was about to ask. Xbox that's One. What I was about to ask. I will, depending on how it goes for me in multiplayer, I may jump to PS4. I may buy it on both consoles just so I can play with both because I have friends on both. I don't know. We'll find out. I have heard that the PC one actually might be the buggiest so far i that is what i've heard as well i don't play a lot of games on pc which i know will get me a lot of flack i'm sure but that being said most of my friends are on consoles which is why our fans will love you because uh, (laughs) our fans i think are i would say a majority xbox audience Oh, uh, there we you go. go. No, that's. I think that's why you're such a favorite, though, Tom, is because we finally got someone who had a PS4 and such a big PS4 yeah, player. We get enough. a lot of requests for from our console game discussion, which uh, I mean PC game discussion, which I'm really hoping to build a PC for a VR rig this summer. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm hoping that will awesome. happen. So yeah, so about Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Ma- Effect. <laughs> it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, there have been there was. I cannot recall a a Bioware game launch that had more controversy surrounding it than Mass Effect Andromeda. And I didn't let it deter me. I went on a huge rant on Twitter and all that about how you, even if you don't like, you know, as one does nowadays, as one does nowadays, (laughs) if, if, a, I don't have respect for you if you're sitting there bashing a game that you haven't played, which a lot of people haven't. They saw a couple quick gifs of the animations, which is, I'm sure, what you guys have heard about how clunky some of the animation, you know, well, is purported the, to be. So I'm going to let you keep going, but I'm going to tell you what the thing I keep hearing complaints about and mm-hmm. the videos I've seen have the complaints are not about the animations. Really? It's about like the significant amount of bugs in this game, which people are basically comparing it to Assassin's Creed a few years ago, and I've seen a lot of glitches. I've seen... There was one dude... So, just things straight up broken. People finishing missions, and they're not being checked off or completed. There was one... There was was one guy on Facebook in one of the, like, gaming groups that I am uh, a part of who posted, and he was like... All these people that are shitting on Mass Effect haven't played it. Like, uh, here I am, like, six hours in, like, no bugs. And then literally ten minutes later, he posts a video of him stuck in a rock. And he can't move. (laughs) And he's like, I spoke too soon. And people just (laughs) fucking ripped him apart. Um, I, I totally agree. Like, don't shit on the game if you haven't played it. Um, I I do also think though that people are totally entitled to um, be upset with Bioware in the yeah. sense that like they shouldn't like because like it is it is fair to say like don't get mad you haven't played the game but like sixty dollars is a lot of money to like ask someone to give you know in good faith and like you would hope that someone like Bioware who's made so many great games would release something of quality and that people are excited for this and people are going to put their money down no matter what and they're you know they they are going to be let down I, I think especially when there are so many I'm, good games out i'm i'm yes oh there are a lot of good games out 
But when it comes to Mass Effect, so far I haven't seen the glitches. Um, I have a lot of friends playing this game. Most of us, and there are people that are way deeper into this game than I am. Sure. And they've had to purposefully go out of their way to try and find these glitches. Like they've had to do mm-hmm. crazy weird things. So I'm not saying they're not out there. They are. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen tons of videos and I've seen tons of reviews. I'm just enjoying my experience so far. I think the gameplay on the Frostbite engine is phenomenal. I think that it's they they were very very smart in choosing the story that they they put forth. I don't want to give away too too much, but you're in a different galaxy. That's not a spoiler. That's the tagline. So, and I think it's a very smart break from the previous Mass Effect trilogy. You are literally, you know, the the history is steeped in the previous trilogy, but the the adventure and the story that you're playing is 600 years in the future in a completely different galaxy, which I really, really think is a smart move because it lets them establish the writers as, you know, their own unique characters. So I think it's... I, I feel like it's getting too much flack. I think it's a solid game. I know that there have been patches released to kind of fix some of those graphic, you know, graphical errors. I haven't seen any yet. I will let you guys know, you know, via tweet or text message when I find them, if I find them. I, I, um, I, I've also been, been playing, um, not, not entirely too much because it only came out two days ago. And honestly, mm. like, I am so addicted to zelda i haven't been addicted to a game like zelda breath of the wild which yo i do want to spend a few minutes talking about after you yo massive yo yo um, you know, okay so if you are Christian listening about to this to right drop now that mixtape if you are listening to this right now uh first of all this episode's going out like early because i uh have my brother's wedding this week and i Ooh. uh do all the editing and uploading of the shows and all that stuff so this episode is actually going to be out on basically thursday uh, as opposed to Friday. And so if you're listening to this right now, I'm probably on a plane. I'm doing the Switch thing. I'm doing the commercial <laughs> Switch thing. I'm going to have my controller. I'm going to have the Switch. I'm going to be holding it like separate. I'm not going to be holding it like a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I have like a little, I got a stand for it that I could plug in the uh, power bank that I ordered for it. Nice. And and I'm going to be sitting on the plane fucking playing Zelda in 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 the plane for like six hours and it's gonna be the sweetest thing ever i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be that stupid kid in the commercial it is so dope to to have a situation like via bluetooth does it connect via bluetooth to a headset no not to headphones no you have to have have i'm hoping they add that capability later but someone at nintendo is like it's currently not possible or it's not it's i think it has to do with the fact that the joy cons use ah okay and i think there's concerns for like interference especially since the joy cons already have so many fucking bluetooth issues well, only the left ones, and it sounds like it was a specific model. CNET's been breaking that down. Hmm. Um, it looks like they're being repaired for people. Like, if you send it in, they're going to repair it or replace it for you. And it sounds also like none of the new Joy-Cons have that issue either. I can tell um, you I can tell you when I'm picking up a Switch. I'm picking up a Switch because I'm a sucker for Fire Emblem. Both of you know this. Oh, but not when, for Fire Emblem Warriors. No, 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 no. Um, but that being said, if they do a special edition of the Switch for Fire Emblem Warriors and it's cool looking, that is probably when I'll drop for my Switch. If not, whenever it becomes available is when I'm going to get mine. I definitely want one. My biggest concern is that as good as Zelda is, I'm scared that once I finish it, I'm going to regret spending $300 on a right. console that the, I play I mean, one game on. I mean, the, the the we'll get back to Mass Effect soon, but like the thing yeah, that yeah, yeah. I... Um, the thing that I... Uh, totally, I, I was. I'm totally with you still on that premise. Um, but as someone who has has been playing Zelda for hours a day, like literally any free time I get, <laughs> I'm Zelda. playing this game. 
I am nowhere close to a being done like with the story or the quest, but like even close to being like exhausted by it. Um, hmm. And that's where what? I think. Do you mind if I ask a question? Sure. Let's what about it. it is so different? What about it so, like everything. catches you? So everything. this is actually going to tie back into what I want to discuss about Mass Effect. I've played maybe three to four hours of Mass Effect. And I think the problem, the main problem outside of like graphical shit, I think the story's awesome. Uh, let, let me go mm. over the pros of what I think Mass Effect. I yeah, think the story is yeah. really cool. I totally agree with you. The fact that there is all this really cool lore, but it it is the perfect kind of like, if you're into the previous games, you'll enjoy this story. And even if you're new to it like you don't need to know the the whole reaper battle and stuff like that you just need to know that like shit went down and now we have to find a new galaxy um (laughs) so i really like that i really like the potential of the story and i love obviously the, the 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 lore and all that where i think it falters is that I think Mass Effect Andromeda was built in a bubble in, in the same way that Fallout 4 was kind of built in a bubble. When Fallout 3 came out, it was so groundbreaking. And obviously Fallout 4 was in development for years. And between the release of like 3 in New Vegas and Fallout 4, all these other games came along, like The Witcher 3, uh, which is o- always an example I kind of come back to. All these other games came along that kind of... You know, when Fallout 3 came out and it was buggy and shit, people were like, yeah, but, like, look what it does. Like, look at the things you can do. And then, like, Fallout 4 came out and it was, like, hardly a leap, you know, a quantum leap forward. Um, And I think Mass Effect Andromeda kind of suffers the same fate. I think that it's been in development for a long time. A lot of games have come along and done the open world thing better. And Mass Effect Andromeda kind of hasn't been able to learn from lessons from other games because it's it's just been in development pretty much probably since mass effect once they finished mass effect 3 um this isn't the same team that made the original mass effect it's a different team at bioware um so that's obviously made a difference um so with mass effect andromeda when you you obviously have your bit on the ship at first and then you're on your first planet and then when you're on your first planet it's like there's just markers everywhere like there's all these optional stuff i go mm-hmm. to an optional thing and it leads to another optional thing and i'm just i'm just i i i'm overwhelmed and then someone posted a picture online where it was like literally like 20 of those hexagons like all over their <laughs> screen on every corner of their screen and they're like so I think that that kind of open world doesn't necessarily work as well as it used to. And Breath of the Wild has done a great thing. And I think uh, Christian can agree with me where it's like you step out into the world and you're not told which direction to go in. But you can see not in a data point, not in a marker on a map, but you can literally see there's something going on there. So I run over and I talk to that person and it's the old dude. And he's like, okay, yeah. go to the shrine and you go to the shrine and then you go to the tower and then you look around. You're like, there's a shrine. There's a shrine. There's a shrine. Like the other day I was like, there's a tower in the distance and I jumped on, you know, had my paraglider and I'm paragliding. And then I'm like, Oh my god, I think that's the Lost Forest. And if I know anything about Zelda, I know the fucking Master Swords in there. So I was like, okay, now I'm going, I've screwed the tower. I'm going to go get the Did Master Did you finally sword. get it? I, I am on, currently on a quest to get all the heart containers I need in order to get that motherfucker out <laughs> of that. You still don't stone. have that many heart containers? How many shrines you beat? Like 20 plus something, but like you need, you need mm. 13 hearts. And I spent yeah. a ton on my climbing. 
is the problem. Yeah, but you can change that. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. I just want to do it naturally. I that don't want to do any of that voodoo you're insane shit. insane if you go do a bunch, if you go swap. If you're going to go and just collect all those extra heart containers, if you've spent like five on your stamina, you've got to get five more heart containers than you need to just to get your Master Sword. So, you're out of your mind. Zelda, Z- Zelda, <laughs> Zelda, I, I, only, I only need like one more heart container at this point. Like it wasn't like a big leap. Like I, I Have you done the dungeons? I've done one of them. I've done the the one for the uh, the uh, no. Zora. Then you need because you need so if you don't do any dungeons, you need forty shrines beaten. All right, well I'm close, bro. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I need one more heart <laughs> container. Anyway, oh, you're not even close. My point. I <laughs> have good, twelve bro. bloody hearts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wait, wait, wait. Quick question. You yeah. tried the temporary hearts. I couldn't remember your answer. Yeah, Does they that couldn't. Work? They didn't work. They didn't work. Ah, hearts didn't work. That so was anyway. smart, though. Um, so, so. My big problem with um, games like Mass Effect and the way they, they they do that open world is that I feel like I'm just checking boxes. I feel like I, I'm playing more of a game in the menus and checking off things in the menus, yeah. making sure my quest log is taken care of. Whereas in Zelda, I feel like I'm actually I, naturally I interacting with the game. I feel like part of that's approach, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely want to read the codex and kind of see the entries. But I, I just followed a quest line like, in when you first get to the the nexus you have like a couple storylines and points that just start kicking off right away and i followed a lot of them just bang 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 and i didn't feel that it was checking boxes necessarily but i also purposely said okay i'm i'm going to focus on one storyline like if i get a storyline i want to complete that storyline kind of mm-hmm. a thing and i feel that that's helped shape the direction of my game a lot better because I, I too have that instinct where I want to jump into everything. Like you just kind of chain off into the distance as it were. And what has helped me focus is, okay, cool. That's a thing. But unless it's like a sensitive timed event kind of a thing, I'm generally speaking, finishing a, a side quest or a story point and then going to my next one. And I feel that that's helped shape my game a lot more than the others have. It totally yeah, depends I, on the type let, of play. Let me say something here, Tom, which is I think the thing Tom's trying to say is the Mass Effect, I feel like it's a series and it's an old way of thinking about open world games sure. where it's the illusion of choice and it's the illusion of an open world game, but it's actually just so many linear storylines. But ultimately, you you really only have it's like choice A or B here. That's a, that's a, a really there. good point. And when people play Mass Effect, they go, oh, we can talk about our different experiences, but it's like oh, did you do this thing or that thing? And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I did give him the sword. Oh, you didn't give him the sword? Or, like, I did arrest him. You didn't arrest him. But a lot of the times, it's very similar angles. So I, it's this idea that, like, you think you're really getting a different experience, but you're not. And with Zelda, every single time I've talked to someone about this game, we are on completely different levels, completely different playing fields. We've done so many different things. I've put over 50 hours into this game. For sure. I've talked to people that haven't done a single dungeon, and they've done so many things I didn't even know were possible in this game. Yeah. And even when we were just talking about attack, going at like the same, the same like quest line, like I was actually doing a quest line, we came at it so different that the stories, the stories in the game are the emergent kinds of gameplay that you decide you're going to have. And it's it's like there I've never seen a game that allows you to break what you would assume the rules are in so many different ways. And I think that like Zelda is going to change video games for me. Like I'm not going to be able to play an open world game ever again unless it's similar to the way that Zelda does it because they're just all going to pale in comparison. I don't know if I can go back to 
a 3D Zelda game now and enjoy it as much uh, anymore because I'm just going to feel so spoiled by <laughs> like the actual like exploration. Like you just feel the idea that like you have this open world, but almost every game sort of locks you into only maybe one or you if know, you're lucky two ways of doing it. My tax it, it's return. Like Zelda breaks that all open my tax return is coming back soon and you guys aren't helping me put it in the savings <laughs> you're not helping well, his, me put it the in thing. the savings Co- Corey, let me put it this way it's like <laughs> if zelda is like if in mass effect andromeda you enter the andromeda galaxy you're on your ship and it's like okay here are all the closest planets that are habitable and you can tackle them in any order you want and you get dropped and it isn't like oh there's this problem it's like here's the planet find out if it's habitable or not like find out if we That's can it. live here yeah are there enemies that are going to attack us there's so few fucking waypoints i love that there's so few fucking waypoints <laughs> when i'm playing zelda so it's that's not like of- oh go here it's so rare so that's that's why that's that's why I think that you know there's a lot of missed potential with Andromeda so far. I mean, again, I'm I'm not even six to ten hours in. I'm sure that once the story hooks me, um, you know, I'll be I'll be in it. But I I think that um, that Mass Effect can learn a lot from Zelda, and I think that whatever is after Andromeda will be kind of the next gen. Like the real next gen, like Mass Effect. I'm not maybe, saying the maybe it's bad, also the developers like, who make this. That could be a part of it. It's just really hard to yeah to 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 look at play Zelda and being enjoying that so much and not wish that fuck. I wish there was like a sci-fi version of this. Like if Mass Effect allowed me to do that, this that'd be fucking awesome. Um, yeah. So I have two complaints about Mass Effect. And go ahead. One of them is: Have you seen the character creation screen? Could someone explain to me why everyone's skin looks like they're made of tar? <laughs> My dude's skin is not in good shape. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, unless you pick one of the two main characters, like the actual, like, like uh, bodies that types that they give you, unless you pick those, once you start to customize them, something happens to their skin that it's like just like there's just like there's just like too much fucking texture going on yeah, there's just like nuts. so much happening what what do you they do? look like, Corey, like what are you, what are you doing weird with weird sandpaper are you pay, are you playing as man or woman and if so i'm playing, are you I'm pl- playing a male male rider and uh i custom i customize my character i i gotta be honest with you, i didn't feel like they look like tar i mean definitely some of the faces i was like i don't like that preset at all but i also uh, it's weird man I, one my first hour was just spent like changing the shape of the eyebrow and how high and low it my first hour was character right. creation so i yeah no i always do that stuff yeah. so when i was watching other people do it like every video I went across i'm like what the fuck is going on with their skin <laughs> like it looks weird it looks real weird I'm i don't know if it's, if it's a setting way, yeah i'm wondering if it's no a i'm not uh, my my dude's skin isn't looking that great i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> i, I didn't i mean put, it's not I insane but it's I just weird like putting i like the idea of putting an hour or so into cat character creation and then when you and actually first, start I'm you're like, like yeah which was why i loved fallout 4 so much because i had very because i like to build myself i try i liked the idea of like building my own my my own image and in fallout 4 somehow i lucked out and with very few adjustments i made someone that looked identical to me so i was very happy with that (laughs) or it's like mass effect i've got like a little bit of that we're going to gentlemen what we need to do is is fund an app that will work with any video game where you can take a picture of your head like a headshot 
and I feel like this it. happened in a game on the 360 it, with uh, the cam the camera in it. I the, s- there was an I N- one. Swear. I think NBA 2K16. I think the yeah. NBA Maybe? 2K yeah. games have that for sure. Yeah, one well, of those fucked up. That, it was super fucked up looking. <laughs> where the hell is that in my think, fantasy games and my sci-fi games? Why yeah, can't I it would play? Be great me? to have that. Yeah. I think because people would just like troll each other and people would be walking around. There'd just be dick faces everywhere. There'd be dick faces everywhere. Someone would be like vaginas. Like, Have you seen some of mouths. the characters that yeah. people make in Mass Effect? They're yeah, making that is dick true. Faces there already are dick faces the, anyway. With the regular <laughs> fucking you're right. skills. You're right. You're right. They are. So, okay. And I have, a second, I have a second complaint. And here's my other complaint. And this is why I'm actually really upset with Mass Effect Andromeda, which is they made this big thing about like we're going to Andromeda. We're going to a new galaxy. And it's like... Oh, there's like two new species, and yeah. uh, all the other dudes that you know, here they are. They're all here. It's like, oh yeah, we got Krogans. Remember Krogans? Remember these guys? We got more Krogans. Hey guys, remember the Geth? Here's the Geth. And I'm just like, why did we go and leave? And there's like, there's an answer. Thing. There's an answer for that. I know. I know. There's a lore answer, and I've been talking to people that are very deep in the lore, and it's still it doesn't. It's not satisfying not doing it for you? because okay. the whole. I, I, no, because the whole point of like going to Andromeda, and also I think they made this big franchise. So to follow up this huge franchise that let a lot of people down in the third game too, they really needed, I think, to come at it with something that A, was really like great for new players to the series. Because there are a lot of people, I think, that were like missed the train on Mass Effect, but were super interested in this. Because this is like a reset. You have new characters. You have a new, an entirely new world. They could do anything. And they're like... No, we got synthetics, we got we got Geth, we got Krogans, and there's like there's two new species. That's it. And it's like I wanted more variety. Like I wanted more variety. I wanted more new things. I didn't want to feel like I was playing like a greatest hits of the previous Mass Effect. I, I wanted to see something like really new and unique. And I think that the idea of like going into a completely other galaxy really gave them the opportunity to do that. And instead they were like, well, we need to make this like 75% familiar. I also 25% I also new. wish they would make a fucking alien that can be a companion or like has a major plot point that isn't just like a bipedal like anaphomorph. Yeah. Like, correct. Like something that is completely cuz they all have two arms, correct. two legs, a Give head. me some fucking floating energy. Yeah. Give me some floating energy, <laughs> some, some floating like weird energy. jellyfish, so some like here's, fucking here's my... like tentacle monster, something. Whoa, 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 this is not hentai, this is a this is western game. Hey, look, we uh, gotta get our one porn reference Andromeda in here. is totally <laughs> in the yeah, region also, of yes, hentai. It is. Because my next <laughs> question is gonna be, have you fucked anyone? <laughs> Which also, speaking of fucking, uh, Pornhub <laughs> keeps rejecting our uploads. Every time I do it, they get they get rejected or like I get errors. No matter how many times I upload, okay, this show we need to, to explain to Corey so if you went to Pornhub, why we're uploading so to Pornhub. Starting why last we, week, why we, are we uploading we're uploading Pornhub? our show to Pornhub for listeners, and they keep like striking it. Or and I put good genres for it. I put I, put, I tried putting cosplay. I put funny. Um, I tagged it with the word Kaz. Uh, <laughs> I put um, and, and, and like there were I had like good referential tags for it. Uh-huh. Um, I picked VR, virtual reality, as one of the options, which they said I couldn't do because they recognized it wasn't a 360 video. So it's just like, let me put my podcast on your porn site. That's all I'm saying. That's Pornhub all I want. That's listening. all we want. Pornhub. I'm gonna get Have it mercy. to work this week. This maybe I'll just. This episode is gonna be episode 55 ass effect, and that <laughs> might they might see that title Hashtag ass and allow this. 
to to go. There so I go. just I needed to bring that up because people were probably looking for it and disappointed. They probably came across our channel but didn't find any videos, and that's why. We're we're trying, guys. We're trying. Uh, one quick point about Mass Effect, and and again. I, I feel like give me two or three weeks to really dive further into the game and I feel like I'll be able to give sure. you a more complete kind of... I want to Basically, I want to come back on and revisit. But the biggest thing about this one, because, Christian, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Almost the, the feeling of disappointment where you're... where you're, You wanted more new. You wanted more different. The thing for me is that they also have to establish their universe and they have to complete the, the first part of the story because you're not seeing the whole Andromeda galaxy. You are kind, I don't want to say centralized, but you're within a, a certain perimeter, as it were. And they have to kind of complete the, the origin story of this, of this game so to speak, of this new trilogy or however many games they're going to make. And that's why I'm not so mad that it's not completely new alien races and maybe a couple old ones is because there is a story that I haven't finished yet. And when I finish it, I'll be able to give you a more complete answer. But I'm I'm totally okay with not seeing tons and tons and tons of new aliens because there's a story there coming into this galaxy that I want to complete. And then again, we potentially have two or more new games coming that give us that potential because we're not seeing all the Andromeda galaxy yet. That that's that's a very fair point. Yeah. But uh, I, right. have, I have a question for you guys. Have you played sure. Nier yet? I played the demo for it, and I fucking loved it. Uh, it's just a game that I, I couldn't allow myself to add to the current roster of games that I have to play. Like, I'm still it is, it is, very it is the deep third in game Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, like, I'm it, still very deep in Horizon Zero Dawn, like... I have admittedly Zelda's. touched very little of it, but I did buy it for the PS4. It is phenomenal. And there are tons of different endings. If you've played the first game, there's a lot of nice little like touches, references, and throwbacks, or characters that are just there. And it's I feel like it does a very, very good job of if you're new to the the game, totally fine. You know, it's it's you can still pick it up and play. And I feel like if you played the first game. That's okay too because you 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 have all of those little touch points that make it worthwhile, and I think it's just such a phenomenally done game. I think it's a damn shame that it came out at the same time that right, all these right. other games came out with Zelda yeah. and Mass Effect and. And speaking of which, because it did, and it came out around Horizon, it came out around yeah. uh, fucking like Zelda Everything. and that. The thing is, I de- did actually hear a bunch of hype about Nier, so I do think it's probably a great game. Didn't hear a whole lot of hype building up to Mass Effect. They were very quiet leading up to this release. <laughs> uh, and, and Tom, I voiced that concern, and now I think uh, we see that I, w- I was on the right track with that. Uh, we have a hard out uh, today, so yes. we are going to have to hurry up and close this episode real soon. Um, I do have a very short game, Tom. Yay. So we're going to play a quick, a quick round. But before we do, I have to tell you one thing. You got to go You gotta go. Um, get this game on your phone. I've been playing the fuck out of this game on my phone for the last few days. Um, well, like the last. I got it just yesterday. So yesterday and today. It's uh, called Type Shift. It's made by the guy who did Ridiculous Fishing and Bad Chess, which are two amazing phone games. So download Type Shift uh, if you have an iPhone. It's so awesome. Um, I've been playing right a lot of it. Now. Also... Snipper Clips is sick. Uh, I've been playing yes. with my girlfriend. Oh, Could that was not the other thing. More for couch co-op. I, uh, Snipper Clips. Wow. I paid. I paid fifty dollars for one two switch. Why? 
It was a drunken mistake. Well, you, it wasn't a mistake, but it's fun as fuck, wasn't it? So I went to I went to <laughs> a all day. I went to an all day St. Patty's Rager on Saturday, and all we mm-hmm. did was drink and play one two switch. It was so much fun, and I mean, like, <laughs> like it's just it's just such a shame that it's not a pack in because I tell you, this shit is better than Wii Sports, and like people aren't gonna play it because like they're not gonna buy it and because it's 50 bucks like it's it's not <laughs> worth that money it depends on the situation though um you know like i think um it depends if you are going to have multiple things of that like i i'm having a birthday party this friday so like i'm sure i'll throw it up on the tv and people can play um but unless you're going to have that situation like it's not and it's not like we sports where it's like, oh, if you just get a friend, you know, to you know, and your guys are playing Wii tennis, like you need a crowd of people. Like it is mm, a party yeah. game. It's not yeah. a club game. It is you need a crowd of people. Been, I'm going to a wedding, which is why I'm I'm missing. We're just going out early, and I've been thinking about buying it because I'm going to be out there. It's my brother's wedding, so I've literally been thinking about buying it for that reason. Do it. So now do I it. don't feel shameful. Do <laughs> you weren't the first. Tom's. Tom's it's, yeah, Tom's whispering in my ear like Grimma Worm Tongue. <laughs> Do it. Do switch. Buy it. It's fine. Um, okay, guys. So I have a game here, and here's how this game works. We're only going to have three questions for this round just because we uh, do have a limited amount of time. This game is called Game or No Game. We're going to play a round yes. of Gong today. Corey, in Game or No Game, I have sourced three titles that you are probably unaware of uh, <laughs> because they may not exist yet. They may be on Kickstarter, Steam Greenlight, or oh, another service. No. <laughs> um, or they might be mobile games. But the point is, I wanted to, uh, they're games you should not have heard of. And I have three choices for you. And one of those three choices will be the correct... Um, the, it'll be the correct summary of the actual video game. So you have to guess, of the three, which one is the game. And you don't want to pick the one that's not the game. So uh, you're going to have options one, two, and three. And then after I give them, you tell me the answer. And I will tell you guys if you are correct or not. So we're going to play a round of game or no game. Uh, I have used random.org, our random number generator uh, sponsor. Big fans uh, of random.org. Unofficial sponsor of the podcast to decide that Tom is going to have to guess first. And then round robin style, Corey guesses first in the next round. And then Tom again. So your first game is called The Herd. Okay. Option number one, is The Herd a reflex-driven mobile game inspired by biblical teaching where you play a shepherd learning the value of patience and timing? Use your staff to guide the sheep in the herd back to the pasture. Option number two, have you heard the news? This new mobile version of Telephone has you picking hilarious statements and sharing them from user to user and making changes along the way. When it finally makes it back to the original player, at the end of the round, it's up to them to discover who made the most heinous and silly additions. And the third and final option, try and survive the evil herd of shape-shifting sheep in this 3D farm horror game. So... Option Is the video game option one, two, or three? I'm going to go with three. I feel like it is the most pitchy. Like, it sounds like a video game pitch. I feel like number two, there were certain words that you use that I think are part of your lexicon. Well, remember, keep keep this in mind. I generally rewrite 
Oh, and you should I, never. I you should ne- okay. You should yeah. never consider that because I usually rewrite the summary in my own words so that it always sounds like something I would say, so that none of them sound like something. Ah, uh, gotcha. Uh, I'm still going to go with number three. Okay. And Corey. Yes. Do you want to pick option one, two, or three? I'm going to go option. See, I'm. I'm going to option three, I agree, but only because that's the game I want to play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're hoping... Yeah, I'm sorry to say, horrible. you guys... Damn you guys it. are incorrect. You picked the not game. You picked the no game. Ah. Uh, the actual game was is... Two, it's it? a, inspired by biblical teaching. You're literally God a herding sheep. It. Which, like, damn. to me is so crazy because I read that and I'm like, yeah, this is why I'm not into religion. Because, <laughs> like, you're literally calling your followers sheep. Uh, anyway, wake up. Uh, so let's let's go to round two. Hopefully, you guys get a get a point because we only got two more of these. Oh, this boy. Is a oh quick boy. round today. Tycoon is tycoon a game where you control a typhoon of rabid raccoons, clean up the street, and grow your trash panda storm without destroying the town that provides your garbage. <laughs> Christian, if you made that game up, that's genius. It needs to be an actual thing. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it doesn't that sounds like such a fun game? Um, I'm legit. If that's the real game, I'm gonna buy that the second it's out. <laughs> <laughs> Tycoon allows you to discover, buy, sell, and create real businesses using augmented reality. Pull up your camera in the game Tycoon on your phone. Look at street signs. Look at businesses. Look at companies, and you can buy them, sell them, and trade them on a virtual market. To build your tycoon industries. And the third option, a tabletop startup management game series. Pick a company, grow it, acquire others to control the largest share of the economy. Damn. Ooh, I, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, it's Christian. Yep. It's, uh, Corey's going to go first. I'm going to go option two. <laughs> that I'm going to go option two. The augmented reality, augmented reality. Uh, phone game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mr. Tom? Tom? I'm a glass half full kind of guy, so I'm going to go with Typhoon Raccoon. <laughs> Typhoon Raccoon. Tom, I'm sorry to say it's Tom. not a real game. I made that up. I'm sorry to say I made it up. It sounds so fun. It sounds so fun. I feel like almost really every good. round of That's this. really good. Every, Every round of this game that we play, I always come enough. up with one. I come up with one where you guys are always like, oh, I hope that's the game because <laughs> that sounds be fun. the game. Well, um, the question is, did Corey get it? Corey nailed it. Bitch. Corey <laughs> nailed it. Um, it's this like, it's this, it's kind of like the Yelp magic, uh, like eyeglass thing where like you pull it up and it's like augmented reality. It's all the Yelp signs. And then it's like virtual stock market game. It, it and, sounded like, you're a lot on, like, like a leaderboard. It sounded a lot like Ingress, which was popular, you know, it, before it, Pokemon it, Go. So that's yep. kind of why I jumped It sounded there. like a game. I saw, I saw this augmented reality game at, um, uh, PAX East, which was, uh, oh, I'm so jealous I wanted flying, to go. Fuck. If an airplane flies overhead, uh, you can look at it with this app and it will turn it into a dragon. And then you have to like capture the dragon <laughs> and like you collect Awesome. Dragon. All right. Final round. Thimble Vinter. I'm going to say it one more time. Thimble Vinter. F-I-M-B-U-L-V-I-N-T-E-R. Thimble Vinter. 
Option number one, a Finnish tower defense troll hunting game where you must protect the mountainside town of Thimblevinter from dozens of types of trolls. Option number two, take ownership of the local brewery Thimblevinter. Pour glasses to your best ability without spilling and keep the patrons happy. And option number three, Thimblevinter is a side-scrolling game where you take on the mantle of a hero from Norse mythology and fight to protect the Yule Log as it burns through the 12 days of Yuletide. I'm going to go with number three. I'm going to go with number one. So you are going with the troll hunting game, and Tom is protecting a burning piece of wood for 12 days. Corey, I'm sorry to say that Tom ah! is the winner of Game or No Game. Well, we're technically game tied. That follows. We're tied. Yeah, because yeah, neither of us got. The oh, first that's right. One. That's right. I have so we time. Need a if, you, if you have, a, if you have a, oh god, are you about to go <laughs> grab a cat? I was gonna grab a cat. <laughs> Where are the cats? Tom, would you like to make the guess, or would you rather uh, leave it up to Corey? Last Corey. time it was left up to Alex. Okay, so, Corey, I'm going to pick up one of my two cats, uh, Milo or September. You have a 50-50 shot at this of correcting the right cat, so let me just pick up a cat. Okay. <laughs> the best tiebreaker I've ever played. All right, Corey, is this Milo or September? <laughs> that is Milo. I'm sorry to say, but I have September in my hands. Second time in a row. You couldn't have possibly known that. But Tom, at least you at least you won this time. And just like you had it in your of hands. life, I win by default. Um, I'm going to let Tom go ahead because I know he's got a hard out. Tom, where can people find you and hopefully uh, meet you in person from the podcast again? I still can't believe that happened. I can't believe you got recognized from the show. Yeah, I love our fans. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, that was, we didn't have any reader mail this, this week, did we? Um, we we are going to get to that next week because this is a, a okay. short episode to make sure that we actually short have one. one this week. Next week, I promise, we'll have extra stuff. It'll be a better, longer episode next time. Uh, yeah, um, I you guys can find me on uh, gamezone.com. Uh, I am I'm doing less writing, but more more video work just because I'm I'm super busy with other stuff. Um, uh, but all of my PAX East coverage has been going up steadily over the last couple of weeks. It should all be wrapped up uh, this weekend. Um, and if you are going to E3 this summer, I just got confirmation that I will be covering it for GameZone. So uh, please let us know if you'll be at E3. We can maybe have a meetup. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I'm on... Pretty much every social media gaming platform is great, Britom, um, except for PS4, where I am Time Bomb Tom. Thank you, Tom. And Corey, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, sure. I mean, right now it's just me. Uh, mostly photography. I do a little bit of video work, but if you're interested in seeing my photography relevant to this, it's a lot of cosplay shoots. I just uh, am yeah, our uploading Katsucon like now. Our fans would like um, that stuff. Mindful yeah, Media. Corey's cosplay oh, photography is awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mindfall Media on Facebook. Uh, you can also hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at mind, M-I-N-D underscore fall, F-A-L-L. Um, I am hopefully, 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 hopefully going to be bugging these guys more often and uh, talking mm-hmm. to some cool people with them. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that's where you guys can find me. And thank you guys for having me. Thank you for joining us. Uh, everyone, you can check us out, as you know, on Ranked Podcast on iTunes. Go ahead and leave a um, Go ahead and leave a review. Share with a friend. We greatly appreciate it. Share on Twitter. Email us at unrankedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm at Tweet Humes, but again, really sharing the show or writing a review helps us so much. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening and stay unranked.
And since neither Dan or Alex are here, suck it. Bye. <laughs>